Hello, everyone, and welcome to KHM Today, your weekly resource for industry news and straight up fun. I am your host, Carolyn Orphan. Today is what day is it? November 8th, 2023. Sorry, I was just taking the ding off my phone. I thought I had turned it off. Um, welcome back, everyone. I'm so excited to be back with you this week. I had a fabulous time last week on the Oceana Vista, brand new, gorgeous ship uh, making its way into the, the water. So it was a fantastic experience. Um, so if you've got those clients out there that like a little bit of luxury, um, this is definitely the brand and the ship for them. It is a month of gratitude, and it is one of my favorite months because, of course, the fall colors, the anticipation of really solid family time, and let's face it, a great couple of booking weeks that are going to be happening starting very, very soon, if not now. So um, here to help uh, talk to us today about 2024 travels are our friends from ALGV. But before we get there, just a few KHM reminders. If you are a KHM agent, you received notification of group camp opening up today. I believe we are almost sold out, but if you have any interest in attending, please make sure you register so that we get you on that wait list. Um, but wow, we can't even believe that it is um, almost sold out after just being open for a few hours. So if that, so thanks to all those that are, that are coming, we're excited to have you in March and just a sp few spots left for boot camp 2.0 in January as well. So make sure that you sign up for that. It's going to be a really fun event. So without further ado, to help us get ready for this really fun time of year, please welcome Dan Miller and Jennifer Llewellyn from Apple Leisure Group Vacations. Hi, Carolyn. Thank you Hi. for having us. Thanks for being here, both of you. Hello. Hello. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, what timing, right? When we were doing this, I didn't even think that we were opening group camp on this day. And really, that's your thing, Dan. Yeah, it is. It is definitely uh, my passion. And it's just not about selling groups, but it's really helping the advisors grow their business. And if we can help them with group travel, all the more power to them. But it's really about helping each and every advisor that's joining us today reach their potential with group travel. So when we think about group travel, I mean, I feel like it's just like luxury. We have seen this grow by leaps and bounds. It's everyone's doing a group. So are, what are some of the trends you're seeing with groups recently? And, and I guess moving into 2024. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, coming out of the pandemic, group travel just exploded. You know, when you tell everybody they can't go anywhere, and you you give everybody a bunch of money. They <laughs> you can only have seven to ten flat screen TVs in your house before you look at spending that money on something like group travel. And so we saw that pent up demand. And I think everybody knows about the successes of you know 2021 and into 22 and into 23. And while we have seen a little bit of a slowdown going into 2024 on the FIT side, groups continue to grow. And we're not seeing that 30%, but we're still seeing that 15 to 20% growth year over year. And the reason for that is we're starting to see another sector of the industry in terms of group travel return. And I think a lot of times when you think about group travel, you think about destination weddings and you think mm -hmm. about social groups and stuff like that. But what, what this last part of this puzzle to return was really the corporate groups, the small businesses, the incentive piece. And companies held off while the leisure travel market went gangbusters to have that yep. family reunion. The, the corporations held back. They said, we're just not sure yet. 
And so that's the missing piece. And we're starting to see these groups, these businesses get back to going. We want our incentive travel to return to motivate our employees, to reward our customers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. So Jennifer, when it comes to how you interact with the group team, like Mm -hmm. what's your role in all this as our KHM business development manager? How are you working along with Dan to make sure that that we're sharing the love with our agents when it comes to the success and the benefits of booking groups? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think one of the important things that I do is, you know, I help out with helping the agents kind of qualifying their groups and and teaching them more about our groups programs. You know, I think it's it's awesome that we offer different options for groups because not every group is the same. And a a, a five room group is just as important as a 100 room group Mm -hmm. um, and deserve, you know, the same type of care and and benefits. So, you know, one thing that I always love to do with with my with my agents, especially when they come to me and they say, you know what, I, I have a group, I haven't really done this before, or I'm just not familiar with your group's process is finding out, you know, more about their them, what their group needs, you know, what the agent is used to and helping them you know, kind of navigate our process. We we really made the process as streamlined and as helpful as possible mm-hmm. for agents. But you know, it's it's good to to educate them on on what we offer and so that they can make the best decisions and really succeed with the right with the right group option and the right team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you seeing pickleball groups out there? This is my new passion. I'm counting down. But you know what? I've I've seen a lot of interesting groups. I I've seen knitting groups. I've seen biking groups. You know, you never know. I would say, you know, you asked about trends, and one of my favorite trends that I'm seeing, and even in the in the past couple weeks, I've talked to a couple of agents is. girls or women's travel groups and not, and I'm not talking about friends groups or reunion groups. I'm talking about people coming together, whether they're part of like a, a travel interest group on Facebook mm-hmm. or even agents who've just taken the initiative and sent emails out to all their, you know, female clients or, you know, female contacts and just said, Hey, let's look into, if anybody's interested in travel and you guys just want to get away, let's all go somewhere. And they're doing these, these, you know, types of these big women's kind of, kind of groups. So that one's kind of fun. That's, that's really exciting. And it's different. It's not a bachelorette party, right? It's a a women's retreat. Just warm. Exactly. Something like that. Mm -hmm. So are we seeing that these groups need to be booked super far out? Like, you know, we used to say a year, year and a half, certainly for a destination wedding, but are we Mm -hmm. seeing some things happening closer and closer? I was shocked when I saw availability for after Christmas. Yeah. um, Yesterday. Yeah, so I think it depends on the size of the group, the occasion and stuff. On average, we our, our average lead to travel is about a 10-month window. Mm-hmm. And while we have seen some last-minute groups, and it was mo- especially this coming off this past summer, we were we were closing groups, you know, in September for literally October and November. So we did see a little bit of last-minute demand there. But the rule of thumb is still book in advance. You know, the sooner you can get that group under contract, the better availability you're going to have. You're going to have more opportunity to cancel or reduce rooms mm-hmm. if the group was start to fizzle out a little bit. What COVID was, you know, we know COVID was a great reset in pretty much every industry. And how it relates to group travel specifically was that COVID reset how hotels really yield management their rooms. You know, for many years and from doing this, I've been doing this for 13 plus years now, you know, we would get rate sheets from a hotel Mm -hmm. and 
they would let, let us use those rate sheets for months and months and give us a static block of inventory. And what the hotels really did is they took that time and said, let's use that garden view room like we would use a seat on an aircraft and have different fare basis, basis codes for that same seat. And so that's what COVID has done to the group industry is they now take that room and they apply multiple price points. It's all dynamic pricing now. Mm. So what happens is not only did those policies get tightened up now that everybody started traveling again, that price point jumps around day by day now. And so you could still do a last minute group and we consider that within 90 days, but just go into understanding that there's not going to be that flexibility that used to be there where you could drop rooms, where they ask for a little bit more money up front. Again, we're passing along the supplier's policies to the advisor. ALGV does not have any brand fees when it comes mm -hmm. to contracted groups. So if we're asking for money up front, that's coming from the hotel. It's not really coming from us and us being you know, really kind of nitpicky about it. It's just that's the new world that we're living in. So the right. sooner the better to get the lowest prices and the best availability. Yeah, and I would, I would, oh, sorry. Ahead, I was going to say, I would definitely say the same thing, piggyback off of Dan. I always say when it comes to travel, whether it's groups or FIT, I think it's always best to plan ahead, you know, if, if possible, you know, that's, it usually guarantees the better rates. Mm -hmm. It guarantees, it gives travelers more time to make payments or, or not have to put so much money down upfront. Of course, you know, the, the demand for last minute travel or last minute um, groups is still there. So, you know, mm -hmm. if it's available, sure, absolutely. Still take the group on and, and get that booking for yourself. But like Dan said, just, just expect that, 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 that flexibility isn't going to be the same or there's, you know, and from the hotels we get, we get different, um, you know, instruction and, and such. So just right. be, you know, yourself be, be flexible and open, um, and understand that, you know, depending on when you do it, it's going to have different, um, different requirements. Based on what you've just said, Dan, do you still sort of push people more towards ease groups as opposed to contracted? I mean, that's still very dynamic pricing, but I feel like we're expecting that. Whereas with contracted, yeah. I don't know how many times we have to say it, but it's not always the best rate that's out there. It's the rate that you're getting to pull the space and no one else can buy it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So let's take a moment to kind of talk about that. So group ease is again, our book as you go, no contract group solution, beginning with just low as five hotel rooms. And prior to COVID, you could use groupies at many hotels. You could use that promo code that we provide you for 100, group, uh, 100 rooms at Rio. Mm -hmm. And now what we have seen in the post-COVID world is the hotels restrict the use of that promo code. And they're setting maximums. Sometimes hotels say 15, some are 20, 25. We provide that on the email to the advisor of how many rooms can be booked using that promo code. So we don't have any type of threshold of saying we got to get X amount of contracts or X amount of groupies. It's really about what's the best solution for your clients. And Carolyn, to your point, you know, contracted group rates are not always the best rate right. out there. And so if, you, if you're really trying to lock in price and you're locking in inventory, the only successful way to do that today is through a contract. If you want to be very confident going to your client saying, this room is this amount. The only successful way to do that is with a contract and many hotels have a 10 room minimum. But I also like to say is if you're kind of teetering on that 10 rooms, 11 rooms, and you have payment and you have 
uh, names to make a booking, sometimes it's go ahead. You don't need to wait mm -hmm. for a contract to group quote. Book groupies, confirm that availability because no matter what we do at ALGV to streamline the process, and we believe it's the best process out there, we're still at the mercy of the supplier to return a contract to us and for us to action it and to get that over to the advisor. So some hotels are still working a little short staffed. Some of them, you know, the coordinators at the hotels are the ones doing the actual wedding or ceremony and running back to the office to get answer mm -hmm. emails. So if you really have an eager client that needs to be confirmed and you're on that kind of the edge of a contracted group anyways, but you got payment and names ready to go. Groupies often can be a good solution to meet your client's needs. Do you both have a piece of advice for agents that are maybe just embarking mm -hmm. on this? We, we said at the top of the show, right? We've got this group camp. Looks like it's almost sold out in, you know, an hour. What's, wow. what's a piece of advice that you would give to someone that's that's trying to go down this path? Yeah, I would probably start out by saying one, you know, KHM's group camp is good. I've been a piece of a part of that over the years a little bit for information and stuff like that. So that's great to be part of. But also ALGV has a, what we call our ALGV Pro, our certification specializ specialization program. And inside of that, there's four electives that an advisor can take that surrounds just contracted groups and group B's. And so I always say, go through the ALGV Pro to get familiar with the VAC system and our brands, but also take a look at those electives. And throughout the month as well, we also run usually a three-part webinar series. It's, it gets a little choppy during the holidays because mm -hmm. we know attendance is not always the best. But those three-part webinar series also helps paint the picture. And, and I think my final piece, and Jennifer can add into this as well, is understand that groups is a partnership. We don't look at this as a us versus them as the advisor. You're always working with people on our side. So from the sales side, once you're contracted, you're working with our service team. And mm -hmm. that dedicated service teams and be there to help you with your modifications. And be upfront about it. This is my first group working with you guys. The way we do things versus our competition or cruise lines, very different. And so the more you tell us that you need different help, the more we could pair the resources that you could do on the self-paced tutorials, or we actually added a dedicated group trainer just for advisors. Her name is Amy that we can pair you up to meet with Amy and go over your contract and your dashboard. Perfect. And just so you all know that KHM agents that are listening, we've got a lot of people. Um, uh, when will the three-part series be? Um, three Treasures Travel, just so you know, that series is available uh, in the destination groups in our LMS. It is um, It is Dan. It's his voice. So um, uh, you can take it there. It's live all the time. So you just need to, to check it out. It's live in the portal right now under destination groups. So um, that's a benefit that we have with such a great relationship with these guys. So Jennifer, your piece of advice. Yeah, absolutely. So something that always helps me, um, that I've used even, you know, I started as a travel agent and something that I use even as a, as a BDM is, if if you're, you know, you want to really concentrate on groups and growing that group business is I always find it good to have a question library. 
So when you're qualifying, you know, your your clients coming in and your groups, you know, besides asking them, you know, what's 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 the group for or what's the destination you want? How many people, mm-hmm. you know, ask things like what amenities do they need? Or, you know, um, is everyone traveling from the same area? Do they know that, you know, all 50 people are confirmed and ready to go? Or is the group leader just decided, I want to travel, I'm going to invite people to come with me, right? You know, that'll help you to qualify what programs are better once you're more familiar with them. Of course, I agree with Dan, ALGV Pro and all the training is is very key. But then asking, you know, being able to ask those right questions and having them on hand just make helps to make you feel really confident. And, and, you know, know, um, the questions you're going to ask ahead of time. And then of course, you know, use me as your resource. Um, I am always happy to talk to you. Um, I can, I can help point you in the right directions or or answer questions that you have and and work with the group's team to answer questions as well. So I'm, I'm also your resource to ask. (laughs) Wonderful. Thank you both so much for being here today. We have a lot going on in the next couple of weeks. I know there's some black Friday specials already out there. So thank you both for taking the time today. Thank you. And maybe we'll see you both at group camp in March. Maybe, Maybe. you will. I think, uh, <laughs> chances are good. <laughs> chances are good. All right. Thanks so much, you guys. Have a wonderful holiday Thank season. Thank um, you very okay, much. So we've got Sadie online is telling us it's sold out. You guys, if it's sold out, make sure you get yourself on that wait list. Things happen. March is a little bit away. So, you know, don't lose hope. Get yourself on that wait list. But I'm so happy to see you all. Ashley, it's been a long time. I hope you're doing well. Meeks Travel, Andrea, Sadie is here, Sarah, and Three Treasures Travel. Three Treasures, who are you? I feel like you're Ashley, but that seems different. So anyways, um, I am so excited to welcome back Sarah Mayfield, the newest member of the education team. And um, she was our our host last week. She's been pinch hitting for me. And um we have some infer- in- interesting information. I'm trying to read <laughs> this side here. Sarah Sanders, any tips for a group of at least 40 to Costa Rica? Oh, lots of tips. Sarah, reach out to our groups team and they'll absolutely be able to help you with that. Um, so anyways, we have been um, discussing and there's this thing sitting out there called ETIAS. And it's, you know, we're getting notifications about this kind of like real ID. And so we've had this this topic of conversation on the schedule for quite some time. And um, funny enough, just recently, the date of release was pushed back, but we felt still felt it was important to make sure that all of you heard this information so that you used at least become familiar with, with the terms. So please welcome back to KHM Today, Sarah Mayfield. Hi. Hello. Hello. Good to see you. I, it's so funny. I, I, I feel like I am a self-proclaimed multitasker, except when I'm on here and then I start reading these and I'm like, hold on, I can't talk and think and at the same time and read all these wonderful notes. So how have you been? Thanks for hosting last week. Oh, you're welcome. I'm doing great. I hope you enjoyed yourself. I did. It was a fantastic trip. I'm still a little weary because of the time change and everything, but I'm getting back to normal for sure. Um, But I'm so thankful that you're here because this is one of those pieces that kept coming out in multiple emails. And it was one of those things that you knew you needed to start paying attention to, um, but really was having a hard time finding the time to really do um, the research. So let's start with what is ETIAS and is there a new release date or are we just kind of waiting in the wings? As 
of right now, um, the release date is going to be the first half of 2025. But the ETIS, um, it is an automated system to help identify and for security purposes to track people that are coming into um, the European countries. They, um, they want to enhance the security in that region. And so they're trying to keep, they're trying to keep, basically they want to keep track of everybody that's coming in and out of the country. So this isn't just for U.S. citizens. Everyone is being asked to do this when entering certain countries. Correct. Okay. So what does this look like? What, what, is this a website that I go to? Is it a form I fill out when I get there? What's the process supposed to be eventually? Yep. The process will be, um, they recommend before you're making a booking, that you go online, you fill up, uh, you'll instruct your uh, clients to fill out a form online. It Everything will be attached to your visa. Typically, you're going to get a positive, everything's good to go, email back right away. Um, there are some situations that it can take a little bit longer, but they always recommend before you make that booking just to have that like that satisfaction that you know you're cleared and you're good to go. So this is something that should happen before you actually do the booking. Oh yes. wow. So this is this is going to change the process just a little bit as far as you know, do we do this while they're thinking about the trip? Like I guess that becomes part of the 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 research process now. Yeah, and the next thing too is for any client that you have from the ages of 18 to 70, it only costs seven euros okay. to fill out this form and it's good for three years. So once you do it, you don't have to worry about any additional documentation that you have. your clients need to make sure they bring on their trip. It automatically will be linked to their passport. Okay. I have so many additional questions, but you know, those will come with, with time and with more education mm -hmm. on what this will look like. Do we know what the holdup is right now? Right now, simply, it's just a, like a techn technology issue. Um, the EES or the entry and exit system is an automated IT system. And once that's functional, it'll register non-European travelers every time they cross an external border. Okay. So my follow-up questions would be, what happens if you're not approved? Is there a resource to go to, to find out why, right? Like, do you happen to know? Like, what? Yeah, actually, if you, all forms of communication um, regarding the ETIS is through email. They do not call you or anything like that. So if you get something like that or your clients do, it's spam and not to answer that, but they do all their forms of communication um, in written usually it's it takes if you are denied you can reapply or you can re appeal okay. and that's why they recommend to not wait until so close to travel to get that just in case if you are denied or if there's any situation you have time because you will be denied at the border or before you board the plane if you do not have that form i can see this um becoming a challenge for people who for some reason get denied and now have to cancel their trip and how this is going to impact travel protection. Is this denial going to somehow find its way on a list of covered reasons? 
Um, so, wow, really, really interesting. Let's see what documents or info is needed to go through ETIAS. Is it just names and dates of birth? I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't imagine that they care about social security number. Or is it just your passport? Everything. Um, it's very, the information they're asking is basically everything that is on your passport. Okay. They'll just want your name, your passport number, your date of birth, um, things like that. Nothing. I would say out of the ordinary, they won't need extra things like that. Okay. So it sounds like they're, they're res there's not a whole lot of, well, there is passport control at every, at every airport. It just sounds like maybe they want to know ahead of time if there's going to be a problem instead of the person showing up in country and having the problem there. That's, that's kind of what it sounds like. Um, is there info on this that we can post or send to our clients? You know, there's lots of articles out there, Ashley, right now on this, but um, I probably wouldn't start sending information out to clients until we have a real ETA on this, or mm -hmm. you start booking travel for 2025 and let people know that once this is um, in effect, it's something they're going to have to do. So that's kind of the take that I will probably use with my clients is just a heads up for now. Um, yes, it absolutely stinks for the, well, the system's not up yet. So they, they have time once it's up and running. Yeah. They're going to need to start to get, to get those passports. So my guess is this will be like real ID and it, it might get another pushback <laughs> of till 2026, but you know, who knows? Um, it's kind of, it's honestly, um, the way I kind of look at it, the ETIS is similar to the real ID, um, with that kind of thing. You don't need as much documentation mm -hmm. since you're just using the passport. Um, but with that and reading on, like from what I've researched, it said that not like 90% of people are going to get that approval. Mm -hmm. So most of your clients, if they do have a passport, there shouldn't be an issue, but there's always, as everything, there's always exceptions. Always exceptions to that rule. Well, thank you so much for coming on today and enlightening us. <laughs> so mark your calendars for 2025 or mark those client um, bookings that just says, you know, as soon as ETIAS comes out, it's something that they need to apply for. And, you know, you said it at the beginning, but let's be very, very honest. This really needs to be something that the client fills out as much as we're service oriented. We do not want to take those chances, make sure they're filling it out. You don't want to take that on as an agent. So thanks for being and also, here. And also one more thing that this applies for every client, even if you have clients that have infants and any children under 18 as well. There's just no chart. They still have to fill out that form for them, but there's just no processing fee. Perfect. Perfect. Thanks for clarifying that. Sarah, have a wonderful rest of your week. Do you believe it's Wednesday? <laughs> it's hard to believe it's Wednesday already. It's hard to believe it's Wednesday. We've been running around like crazy all week, haven't we? We have. It's It's been interesting. So, well, thank you so much. Um, I'm sure we'll have you back on as soon as we've got more updates, but have a great rest of your week. Thank you, you too. All right, you guys. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much to our overall sponsors, uh, especially Apple Leisure Group. And next week, oh my gosh, join me as I sit down with John Cherneski, who is now part of Norwegian Cruise Line. It's going to be a really fun conversation. And my phone is blowing up over group camp. So I got to go, you guys. Have a great rest of your day. Have a wonderful week and get selling. Take care. <laughs>